It's business tip time. Whether it's marketing, sales, operations, etc., I'm bringing you quick tips across a variety of topics to help elevate your business. Let's get it. Today's mini episode is a business tip from Harley Jordan, social media strategist, content creator, and CEO of Millennial Escape. To hear her inspiring corporate dropout story, be sure to catch her full interview that aired yesterday. Today, Harley gives us her top tips for business owners who want to leverage Instagram and TikTok to grow their audience and customer base. Harley, thanks for sharing your wisdom with us. Thanks for having me back. Yes, so happy you're here. So at time of recording, Instagram recently announced it is no longer a photo sharing app. Harley, what does this mean for business owners who are leveraging Instagram for marketing? Oh, I've heard so many business owners in fear of this concept and fear of video. And what I love about video is it is attraction marketing. You can sense personality. You get so much more from a video than a smiling picture, even from if you're a product-centered business, from seeing product in action. So there is nothing to fear with video. And realistically, we are getting so much higher reach from reels and from video content on whether it's TikTok or Instagram than from static posts. So it is something to be celebrated right now. I wasn't planning on asking you this, but that's a good sidebar question. How much bigger is the reach on video than static posts? Ballpark. I know it's going to vary a lot. Uh, Yeah, it totally depends on the video, obviously, um, and whether you're utilizing it correctly. So it is totally variable. Um, Generally, I'd say if someone is not going viral consistently, oh, this is a long-winded answer, um, (laughs) then their reach on both their reels and their static posts are the same. If they're utilizing reels effectively, then it's going to be exponentially higher. Yeah, there's a huge range. That was kind of a huge answer-loaded question, but... Video content's better. (laughs) Yeah, big time. Um, So what I hear people wondering all the time, and I wondered too until you broke it down for me in pretty simple terms, what's the difference between TikTok and Instagram Reels? So TikTok is a casual platform. So think of it as a FaceTime call with your best friend. We want you like sliding into frame and giving some kind of interesting nugget, interesting storytelling um, that you would tell a friend. If it's not something that you would text a friend about, it's not something for TikTok. Meanwhile, Instagram is the more prim and proper version. Think of it as like a job interview. You want to look your best. You want your hair and makeup done, whatever that means for you. You want the best lighting you can find. And you want this like heavy value um, centered in your content. And the other thing you told me too about TikTok is it can be a lot more like raunchy. Maybe maybe raunchy is not the right word, but it's really like unfiltered. Like come as you are, say what you want to say, whereas Instagram is usually a little more buttoned up. Is that accurate? Totally. So, so accurate. Yeah. I mean, FaceTime call with a friend. You better believe that I'm going to be comfortable 
telling an interesting story, <laughs> getting more interesting about it. So if you think about how you watch TikTok, you look for that entertaining content. You look for those strange wormholes. You always end up in the strange wormholes, actually. Um, so much on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, if it has four parts and is about like some bizarre conspiracy, I'm there. <laughs> I'm all into it. On Instagram, you don't kind of you don't really end up in wormholes of one specific person. Instead, you end up scrolling, maybe following, and then kind of scrolling down the same feed. Yep, that's I've, I've noticed that. You warned me that whatever you start looking at on TikTok, you see a lot of, and you were yep. right. So yeah, so let that be, be careful. <laughs> a warning to any of you who are, are just getting started out: careful what you search if you don't really want to see a lot of it, because you'll keep seeing more. <laughs> Yes. And almost on, on TikTok, if you want to be in a specific, if you want to post to be in a specific um, niche, really just look at that stuff. Like mm. if it's not related to what you want to grow around, skip it mm, quick. That's okay. <laughs> don't let the seconds pass where you're watching a, I don't know, Mormon conspiracy theory. <laughs> Or um, I've seen things coming up about like pimple popping, pool cleaning, like like I I don't need to be having the algorithm think I want more of this. Like this is there's bad. there's just bizarre <laughs> stuff on TikTok. Harley, you're my social media coach. You've given me really great insight on when and how to use Instagram stories versus reels and static posts. I was basically doing everything in stories before we met. <laughs> and you're a big story share. Yeah, I love my stories. And I, I had great success in building my business with it. But I, I think that those days are over. So can you give our audience the advice that you gave me and kind of elaborate on the differences between stories and posts that stay in the feed and, and maybe a high level strategy around that? Totally. So your reels are not like stories. Your reels are the thing that will get the most reach if you do them well. So you want to show up in your best form of yourself. Again, like I said, you have to treat it like a job interview. This should be your, I guess, most high production type of content. Um, photos come after that. Um, and then your stories. So we have job interview reels. We have this like high level content. Photos are like your email marketing. It's the kind of thing that Really just your audience will see the majority of the time, but it's like a nurture campaign. Um, you don't necessarily need to sell them on yourself. They're kind of bought in already, but it's community building. It's just another, here I am, welcome to my life. Stories, that's where we bring in that TikTok style content of your VIP BFFs. So your stories have to still remain entertaining. They still have to remain talking to someone like you're close with them, but you can show up as you are. You can get weird. And really the best way to show up on stories is to get just almost clickbaity. Like if you come on your stories and say, guess what just happened at the market? You better believe I'm listening to the rest of that story. But if you jump on instead and say, hi, just popping on, we're going to the market in a bit. I'm not interested. I'm actually skipping. <laughs> I'm not interested in that at all. So it's really just strategy of how you show up on each um, and how you're keeping your audience bought in and entertained. 
Yep. The VIP club reference and analogy helped me so much just visualize the differences there. And the other thing you told me too, is that story views are really volatile. They're all over the place. So we can't rely on them like we used to. Oh, totally. Yeah. My, my story views on a bad day will be a fourth of what they are on a good day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wild, wild difference. And the way to kind of beat that is to utilize the community building very heavily. Be weary of how often you're jumping on them. You don't need to jump on every single day and pop in to say hi. You really don't. You need to jump on when you would text your BFF group chat and say, which thing am I buying? This doesn't need to be your niche. It needs to be the questions that you have for your friends. Yep. I love that. And I didn't plan on asking you this, but I I just thought of it as you're talking about coming on every day doing video. Do you have an opinion on people posting too many stories? Like, and I've done this before, not often, but sometimes you'll have so many, it's like Morse code at the top. There's so many stories. Do you feel like people can really overdo it? I do think they can overdo it. Um, And that line is very fine, which is kind of unfortunate. Um, But if it feels like that Morse code thing, it's, probably far too many. So I would say around 10 is probably 10 to 15 is like max stories that you should have per day. Um, And really even that, like you don't need to be jumping on every day because it's, it's overload for your audience. Yeah. Quality over quantity. Mm -hmm, Definitely. So what would you say are the three most important components to a successful social media content strategy? Make sure that you have some way that you're serving your audience. Heavy value. What are you giving that audience of yours that is going to make them follow? That is not your favorite things. That's not three of my favorite things. It's three things that you need in your life. You know, three things that will help you do X. That's how we really gain some traction because that's savable, that's shareable for people. Then I would say making sure that you're streamlining the topics that you're talking about. Um, You can be interested in everything under the sun, but it has to have a specific home. So I can say that I am a social media consultant. I also like travel. I also like food. I also like fitness. I also like, you know, X, Y, and Z. But when it comes to social media, I'm a social media consultant who travels works out, eats healthy. So those couple of extra items aren't what I'm predominantly sharing about. I'm sharing this social media stuff, but the other things will be laced in very slowly um, so that you get a sense of who I am as a person. Talking to one individual versus people as a whole. Well, you want to feel like you know this person. And that all has to do with this like, like, know, and trust factor. If I jump on and I'm talking to a group, if I say you guys, if I feel like I'm talking to, if I act like I'm talking to my undying fans, no one likes that. No one wants to talk to someone who feels like they're above you. And I'm, I'm still getting better at this, not saying you guys. But if you jump on and you instead say, I don't even have an example, but you just use the word you instead of you guys. Um, If you talk to that one person, it it changes the viewing experience, even though that's so small. 
I'm thinking about that. And that's so, I hadn't really given that a ton of thought before, but you're so right. As a general rule too, I think we all just need to stop saying you guys <laughs> in general anyway, but now I'm really motivated to ditch that. So, so it sounds like then to recap, it's having content pillars, like what's right. the main thing you're talking about? What are like the sub pieces? Have, have content pillars, make sure they serve your audience and then mm-hmm. talk to it. Talk to your audience. Like they're like they're people. Every single individual counts. I love that. Final question. What is the number one mistake that you see people making on social media today? Not serving their audience. <laughs> Personal content. Um, yes. Yes. You can post about your family and your favorites and all about your life, but you have to focus on serving your community. If you're not providing value for an audience, we, we do not care. <laughs> that, oh, that's your next real idea. You can use the audio I just posted today and use that. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much. Can you tell everyone where they can find you and how they can connect with you and the courses you have coming up and all the other good things you have cooking? Yes, because you spelled out your username last time. I'm going to spell out mine this time. So you can reach me at Harley Jordan, H-A-R-L-E-Y-Y-J-O-R-D-A-N-N. So Harley Jordan with two Ys, two Ns. Um, I run courses. I do individual coaching. I have a guide out. Um, and I'll actually be launching a next session of my course, Millennial Escape Plan, in October, um, if you'd like to be a part of it. We talk about reels. We talk about um, your personal branding and just really making your social media strategy more efficient. And so it doesn't feel like a chore, <laughs> which is the most important part. It needs to fit into your life. Um, so you can see all the things that I'm working on over on Instagram. And Harley was kind enough to offer listeners of this show 10% off on that course that's launching in October. So if you mention corporate dropout at checkout, you'll get 10% off. So thank you again for doing that. That was very kind of you. Yes, I cannot wait. Just drop a corporate dropout in the checkout. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the show. If today's episode added value to your life in some way, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share it with someone who needs this. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram and hear how the show has inspired you. So tag me or slide into the DMs. Find me at Corporate Dropout Official or Alessia Citro. That's A-L-E-S-S-I-A-C-I-T-R-O and two underscores. Until next time, remember that you're a badass, stay focused, stay hungry, and dare to drop out.